Uh, welcome into the What Goes On podcast, episode number one. My name is Daniel Rosencrantz. I got Nick Saketa here with me today. Nick is uh, just a great, all-around great guy, and he's he's my broadcasting partner, too. I can explain that one to you guys in a little bit, but Nick, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm doing great today. It's a great Sunday. Weather's nice outside. I'm excited to talk some music. Absolutely. A lot of good sports today, but we're going we're gonna to be sticking to the music. Um, to explain that broadcasting thing, Nick and I actually... Uh, broadcast some some high school baseball um, in in our free time, but nonetheless, uh, we'll get we'll get right into we'll get right into the music. So, Nick, I mean it's kind of an obvious kind of an obvious direction that we're going to be taking. Nick and I are both huge Kanye fans, and we've just absolutely love his music, everything he does. I believe Kanye is a creative genius, and um just one of the greatest to ever do it if not the greatest to ever do it so uh we're gonna start you off with with a classic question that i that i like to ask um nick give me give me your least favorite song from kanye's best album so that's going to give us a bunch of different information we can break down see i i thought about this a bit i'm gonna have to go with hell of a life off of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Okay, so boom right away. Recognize that the favorite album is uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or best album, however you want to look at it. I hundred percent agree with that one. Um, I think that's Kanye's best work far and away. It kind of ties in all of his different styles into one album. Um, and then yeah, hell of a life. How how'd you how'd you come up with that one? Were you debating between? A few others, or was that just the obvious last place? It was kind of obvious. I was thinking between like "Who Will Survive in America," but I feel like that's like it's kind of like like an interlude or outro or something like that to where like wouldn't really be fair to call that like the worst song on the album. And I just feel like "Hell of a Life," the sample's really cool on it, but it's the song is like a little bit too brash and a little in your face compared to the rest of "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," which is like just sounds like really, really good and just smooth and sounds like perfect. So it's still a great song, but just compared to like the production on the other albums and also what he's talking about in the album, the chorus is kind of like, eh. So just compared to everything else on that album, it's like, I'd have to say it's the worst. Gotcha. So I, I do agree with that. It is a little, it is a little in your face um, um, and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm just, I'm going to, for the sake of whatever, I'm gonna disagree with you, and uh, I think I think Blame Game, uh, worst song on My Beautiful really? Dark Twisted Fantasy. I'm not saying it's bad. I love every song on that album. I think it's a ten out of ten, but I think it I think it drags on, and I don't think it has that same emotional kind of appeal as as like a track like Runaway or something with with that kind of somber somber tone. So. These songs, not, I mean, Blame Game has John Legend, but these songs, not, not as much known for, for features, even though we do know uh, Kanye does a lot of collaboration. And uh, I like to, to joke around and say, like in video games, he gives, he gives the features a, an overall boost. So uh, talk, to me, talk to me a little bit about uh, some, of your, some of your favorite, either Kanye collaborations, like let's say a a song with where he does a great job in tandem with someone else or uh, some of your just favorite collaborators in general? I mean, I say, I feel like the obvious 
Kanye collaborators, Jay-Z, okay. especially like a decade ago, the chemistry that they had and like the swagger they brought to their music was just like ridiculous. I also feel like Pusha T is an underrated collaborator in terms of Kanye. Maybe not as much as like going bar for bar, although they do go bar for bar and do God Flow and that's yeah, fire. so sick. But in terms of like Kanye's production, offering like a little bit more smoother and perfectionist tone to Pusha T's like brash and harsh and real lyrics, I think it works really, really well together. Yeah, 100% agree. And I mean... You mentioned New God Flow, which I love that song, but I, you can't leave out Runaway. I just, I mean, Pusha T getting into that character and just delivering just one of the most like vain and cold verses, uh, just just incredible. Um, and then, yeah, Jay-Z, uh, Wash the Throne. I mean, I, I think amongst Kanye fans, there is kind of mixed opinion on that. Some people think these are the two greatest rappers on the planet and that the album could have been even better than it was. Personally, I think there are a lot of great tracks on there and I I uh I like what I like what they did with that and there are a lot of songs that um that I revisit quite a bit, but yeah, for me personally, I think um it's hard to not mention Kid Cudi um uh, with obviously Kid Seagos and and all that. And then my favorite uh, feature of all time, Rick Ross on Devil in a New Dress. I think, I mean, that that verse is just holds a special place to me. And and I think that's something uh, that got to be mentioned on here if we're talking Kanye collaborators. Okay, so question for you. Uh, based on that, if you could get a Kanye collab album that we don't already have, so we have the... Uh, watch the throne we have the kids see ghosts what are you what are you picking yeah i thought about this last night i think i'm gonna go with a chance to rapper collaboration album. wow they had talked about it a bit it was huh. supposed to come out it was supposed to chance announce it as good ass job which is supposed to be the original like follow-up to graduation yeah but i feel like with what they did on ultralight beam especially now it makes even more sense and since kanye's kind of going in the more gospel direction with his music chance kind of has the voice to fit that even though the big day was really bad and he didn't really like live up to any expectations whatsoever, I think if there's anyone that would get Chance the Rapper to go back to what everyone loves about him, it's Kanye West. Yeah, that's that, that's great. I that never really crossed my mind. Um, I love Ultralight Beam. I listen to that song all the time, and that is, like you said, more the gospely side of Kanye. Um, that he has been doing a lot with recently. I feel like that would be that would be sick. So, uh. Great idea there, um, yeah. I think if I if I was if I was picking this one, um, I think I just hmm. I might. I want to say Travis Scott because I just love both of them so much. But I think you you provided a much more sophisticated answer <laughs> on why on why yours would work, and I just picking mine because I because I love both of them and. Uh, watch is a song that I listen to all the time. So, hmm, I, I yeah. Now that now that you you definitely sold me on the on the <laughs> Chicago connection, uh, Chance and Kanye collab album. So, I mean, will it happen? You never know. But if it did, that'd be that'd be awesome. I yeah, know he, he kind of already got rid of the obvious choice, giving us kids he go. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so twenty thirteen. Kanye coming off 
his big like maximalist era, Watch the Throne, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, um, even the the Cruel Summer with all these like big in your face long songs. He 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 goes in a completely different direction as he's done many times and and drops Jesus. So I know Kanye fans that'll be like this is the greatest work of music ever created. And then I know others that'll be like, yeah, what was he doing here? This is like a three out of 10. So I, I, I want your take on, on Yeezus as an album and, and kind of how it fits into Kanye's discography. Yeah, I don't, I'm not one of the people that's going to say like Yeezus is one of his best works because I just don't think it is. But I feel like to just completely dismiss it is also wrong. I mean, there are some points in the album where he kind of like says questionable things in his lyrics. I know he's not like supposed to be the greatest lyricist, but I do think he just is a really good album. As I've gotten older and listened to it more, I've thought I've thought that like my opinion has become more solidified in Jesus mm-hmm. being good. At first, I remember listening to it in a car ride, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna take this as seriously as I take other music. And it was just like a really fun listen. It was just like a fun album to listen to. Yeah. But then I, I genuinely do think it's a really good album, but I can see why people like don't think that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I like you. Uh, it took me time. It wasn't like first listen, click and bang. I'm just jamming out to like the radio static on like on site and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think there are some really special songs that I would not want to give up. Like, I mean, Hold My Liquor, Chief Keef on that song is incredible, and, and Kanye does a great job tying that in, and Bound 2 is just a classic song. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think I'm going to say not Kanye's best album ever, but I think it's it's underrated by a lot of people, and that if you... Not if you're a Kanye fan, you have to appreciate it. But I think if you listen to Kanye's discography a lot, I think it, it'll kind of change your mind and, and make you enjoy it more or even appreciate it more for what it is, uh, which I which I like a lot. Um, so talked a lot about Kanye's music, but I'm not going to say everyone, but many people... No, no, Kanye for for what he does outside of music. Um, I guess you could call it his antics. I mean, back in I guess, 2017, 2018, wild on Twitter. Even before that, um, he ran for president um, this year. Unfortunately, he did not win. Fortunately, yes. Yeah, fortunately. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on with Kanye outside uh, the music, the the Wyoming ranch. Um, do you have a, a Kanye moment that we could that you could describe or that we could describe together? Uh, that's that's your favorite. Well, I kind of have two. It's that interview. I'm pretty sure I actually don't. Might have been with Sway. Okay. Actually, I don't think it was with Sway. It was with someone else. But where he goes, he's talking about like Lady Gaga, talking about how she's like the creator, director of Polaroid. Yeah. And, she's like, and he's like, what does Gaga know about cameras? That was my senior quote this year. (laughs) So I love that one. But this isn't really like a moment or something. But what he did with Adidas at the beginning was incredible. And at that time, I was really big into shoes. 
and he had just come in with the ultra boost and how he took adidas from like adidas wasn't it still isn't but it wasn't close to nike he stepped into adidas made those shoes put on the ultra boost and transformed that company like increased their revenue by so much and i actually the ultra boost that he made popular they were the triple whites 1.0s with the white all white and the black uh sole I actually bought those for that reason that he wore them. So those are sitting in my closet. They were pretty expensive, but they're sitting in my closet and they're going to stay there forever. So I think just what he did and how he was able to like single-handedly put boost that technology on the map is just crazy for an, an artist to do. Yeah, I'm not anywhere uh, in like that with the shoes and everything, but I mean, that's a great connection. And yeah, Kanye did take Adidas and, and kind of put it up there with, with Nike as like, the, the leaders of the shoe game. And I mean, that's something uh, incredible about him. I'll, I'll give you my, my moment. Um, recently, uh, a popular TikTok trend, um, as, as, a lot of, as a lot of his stuff is, but Kanye at the Grammys, um, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but... I think it was when he won. Did he win Best New Artist? Was this for Best New Artist or was it after? I feel like this was had to be after the VMAs, no? Like 20... No, it was definitely not after the VMAs. I, I think it was when his career was still really young. Okay. Um, so Kanye already established himself as kind of a character. Um, we'll, we'll say it like that. Goes on, goes on the Grammy stage to take his award um, and, and says, everybody wanted to know what would happen if I didn't win. And then raises up the trophy and goes, I guess we'll never know. Just kind of a sick moment. Uh, really, really cool. And just, yeah, it's obviously that's not like heartfelt or, um, or emotional. And he has a lot of those great tribute moments, family moments. But that one is just like so dope, in my opinion, that I, I, that I feel like I got I to gotta shout it out. Um, yeah, I actually have had that video saved on my phone <laughs> for an incredibly long time. And um, I had it saved on my phone and sent it to my friend because we were planning on winning a basketball championship our senior year. So I was <laughs> planning on posting our championship with that photo. Yeah. It didn't work out well, but I'm still uh, keeping the video on my phone just as a reminder. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's some great motivation right there. Um, what else we got for you? So... Certain, I think a lot of like Kanye songs kind of have like the, the different kind of feels to them and, and moods to them and all that. Um, do you have, do you have kind of certain favorite songs for different, like, you can, I'll let you, I'll, I'm going to leave this question pretty, pretty open ended. Um, do you have certain Kanye songs that you listen to for certain activities, certain moods, certain, whatever driving i just pretty much take this where you kind of want to take it and i'm pretty curious what what you'll give me with this but yeah just go for it yeah i think for when i'm in a pretty relaxed mood i go to something like spaceship i think that's got to be one of my favorite Kanye songs of all time and the two feature verses on there are great it's just a just a great song overall so that's a, it's a pretty laid-back song and the way they've all flow on it just gives you a very chill mood mm-hmm. 
But if I'm driving, I want to get hype, I want to get excited, I'll go to Otis. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that was when I first got my license and first drove on my own. I made sure that was the first song that was played just because it's so fire. And the way him and Jay-Z go back and forth and some of the lines he has, like sophisticated ignorance, write my curses and cursive, just stuff like that in like four, four, eight bars that he has in every verse is just so much fun to listen to and just gets it gets you going every time. Yeah, that, and those are both like great kind of connection spaceship off off college dropout and and otis off watch the throne otis is um one of my one of my favorites on that album and just like you said the the back and forth almost like an old-fashioned like rap battle kind of thing um it's just super fun to listen to um for me I think I didn't, I was never, I was really didn't get into like rap music until I, um, probably 2016 ish. I think Views by Drake was kind of the first album I ever, I ever listened to on release day and was like a rap fan in a sense. But when I, when I got into Kanye, I definitely, I feel like when you listen to someone for so many hours, they do have that that impact on you. Can you can you kind of can you, if there is one? There might I mean based on these stories of first song you listened to when you got in the car or having that video saved in the phone. I'm I'm guessing there is going to be one. What do you can you can you kind of talk to me about Kanye's like impact on you and and all that? Yeah, he kind of just like gives you something to relate to. Yeah, it's like. All of his music, there's just songs for every single type of like mood you're in, and just like how good it is, and what he like. I it the, his music got better for me once I knew how much he put into it. Yeah. So like once you kind of go in and you kind of see these videos of him flipping samples that like doing crazy things, and you hear the stories about like him like working until like. Or getting up early in the morning, working on my beautiful dark twist fantasy, the like three beats a day all summer. Yeah, doing five beats, doing five beats a day for three summers. Yeah, uh, and then like him, like the stories from him working on my beautiful dark twist fantasy, where they would get up early in the morning, work out, eat, and then they just get in suits the rest of the day yeah, and work on I the album. The whole like, what he's awesome. dedicated to his music, and like you could tell that it's just like his entire life is just like. He just thinks differently in terms of music. And then it's also the fact that like some of his music kind of gives you like a God complex. Like yep, you listen to exactly. Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yep, you're like exactly. run this town. You just kind of feel like you're on top of the world. Yep. So it, there's just something for everyone in his music and it just like never fails. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think for me, uh, similar, pretty similar answer. It's just that, it's just that connectivity. Yeah, I didn't have the same childhood as Kanye West. I didn't grow up with my mom in Chicago and China and go to music school and go from millions in debt to a multi-billionaire. But just every kind of song or whatever, there's always like a lyric or two that, that'll just like stick in your brain and be like, like, damn, like I felt that or something like that. And I think yeah, he, all this kind of whatever just ties into the fact that he has he just makes really good music too. So um, that's from that's kind of his impact on me. And um, before we kind of change it off, 
Kanye and, and change the subject a little. If if Kanye West, which he's not, and most and definitely will not be, if Kanye West was listening right now, what are you what are you saying? Uh, I feel like he's gotten like every type of praise possible. Yeah. So I think I'd just say just thank you. Just yeah. like thank you for making your music and putting this much effort and dedicating your life to this. There's really not much else you could say to someone like Kanye West. So just thank you. Yeah. I, Great answer. I, I like that. Um, thank you to thank you to the goat. Um, Definitely. So, moving on from from Kanye West, uh, we spent a, a good a good number of minutes breaking him down. Uh, let's do let's let's do a different let's do a different artist. Um, if if you could put if you could put listeners onto onto someone new, maybe yeah. You, could go a little you could go the under you could go the underrated route or the the underground route if you want or just or just someone that i guess pretty pretty like that maybe someone that won't show up on rap caviar <laughs> um every every week or whenever so give me your pick i i think he's getting more and more popular by the day so it's not really like an underrated pick and he had a really great feature last year that was probably one of the better songs of last year, so I'm going to go with Giveon. Okay. His voice is, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. And, like, what he does with his voice and his music is getting better and better. Heartbreak Anniversary is a great song. And what he did on Chicago Freestyle, when I first listened to it on on a SoundCloud when he released it, it didn't, like, it did show up that it was Giveon, like, there was no feature listing. Yeah. So I thought it was Samfa. That's another one. Samfa is fire. Is I he love. is he Dreamville or no? No, that's who is that? Uh, no, that's kind of like Saba. No, Saba isn't Dreamville either. No, I know, but I think that. Let me see. Oh, I Samfa's the one that's like. Um, let me look him up. He's features. He's he's featured on forty four twenty two. He he's a Drake guy. Oh yeah. And okay. I kind of accidentally found this guy because I was listening to Sava care for me. So I told my friend, I'm like, Are you about it? He's like, oh, like Sava, like the process. So I looked up the process and yeah. like, dude, this isn't the same guy. But then I listened to it. This album is incredible. Huh. <laughs> it's like a little bit alternate. But he's like this, like, I'm pretty sure he's a British guy. And I thought his voice on Chicago Freestyle sounded like identical to what Giveon was performing in. So I guess those two. Okay, so Giveon and Sampa, good. I I clearly I I I've I've dabbled in a little Giveon. It's not it's not exactly uh, my 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 cup of tea, but I like it. And all right, so put me on to Sampa and anyone listening, try both those out. We trust Nick. Um, Maybe you thought Sampa Dreamville. I know he's not Dreamville, but he's he was on the Dreamville album, right? I think he was on. Was he? Yeah, I think he was on Sacrifices. Oh, I love he was that on song. one of those. There, there. Yeah, he was on. He sacrifices. was on. He was on. Uh, he was also on Spin Move. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's it. Yeah, could be. Uh, not not exactly sure, but um, another another quick topic change. Nick and I. Are, are fortunate enough to be to be going away a little bit uh, with some with some of our other buddies uh, this this summer after after graduation um, going to a little beach trip and we're 
as the as the kind of designated music guys in our group, we're we're crafting the the playlist. So, talk to me. What is what is essential for for a vacation playlist or a beach playlist or just kind of a boys trip in general? Like what what kind of music? What few artists? I guess you could throw out. I mean, even songs if you know off the top of your head. Um, what is essential? Well, yeah, the, the original prompt was pick three songs. So I picked three songs. No, that's a different one. Oh, really? Well, that'll be that'll be okay. Later. So I'll save these for later. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like see, last summer I wasn't too big of an EDM guy. I kind of just thought of it as kind of background music. Yeah, but I feel like this is a time where you kind of use background music. So yeah, like, exactly. I feel like EDM is a great choice, specifically house music. Mm-hmm. I don't like the electronic, like techno, and like deep bass edm i think that's just really weird to listen to no offense to anyone that does but uh i like some good old house music avici is very good for this um i also think uh, on the way here i was listening to some like 80s synth music i think that's a really good (laughs) that's some good that's a good choice and obviously probably kid cuddy yeah that's that that's nice i like i like that um house edm is that like Am I am I like off the rails? Is that like Calvin Harris or like yeah, like Zed kinda. or am, am I, I kind of yeah? The, I don't really like this artist, but Kygo is one of them. It's kind of it's kind of uh-huh. like the ones that like kind of give you like a tropical feel. Gotcha. Usually, yeah, you usually just have, feel like you're on a yeah. Boat. Usually have some type of like pop artist or rap artist there like supplementing it. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, uh, that cool, cool. So, gotta get. So, are we doing a? Should it be a straight just? mix of of all this stuff or are we are we getting kid cuddy and 80s synth on the same playlist or should it be broken I, up into I f- multiple i feel like it you know we're kind of just going to be chilling on the beach yeah shouldn't really think too much about it just put songs you like in there and then we'll vibe to it if you don't like it we'll skip it perfect perfect so looking looking forward to that uh that trip and obviously uh getting some tunes on for that um hopefully get some some head head bobbing and and stuff like that um yeah before we get to our final part of the the segment we're gonna take a a quick break and nick's gonna nick's gonna answer some signature questions when we come back so for the final part of today's episode and pretty much every episode nick is gonna take a stab at the the signature the wgo WGO signature questions. All right, so first one. Speculated album you're most looking forward to in 2021? Probably Certified Lover Boy. Okay, so so Drake. Drake, Certified Lover Boy. Yep. Uh, I could go with stuff like Utopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, or like, is, it, is Cody supposed to drop an album? I feel like I've heard rumors. He though. just dropped Man on the Moon 3. I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah, but right. It's possible. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think, I think Utopia and Certified Lover were the two biggest. I feel like Drake's been putting out a lot of good music recently. Yeah. He's kind of like, not going back to his old ways, but kind of like finding another groove that he's in. Yeah, so, he is, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Certified Lover Boy, and it's supposed to drop in January, but apparently he's a rapper and can't drop music when he's hurt. He's <laughs> yeah. List, so yeah, we've got to wait for that. Or Migos. Yeah, I'm excited for culture, culture three. I'm, I maybe it's just me being naive, but I'm kind of hoping they should could capture some of that culture one magic again. Mm-hmm. Come back. Yeah. 
Uh, good, good picks. All right, musician everyone loves or popular that you don't. I mean, give me a little hot take here. Um. See, this isn't really gonna be that hot take, but I'll give you my hot take of a song that I don't like. Sure. Um, first, probably like Ski Master Slum God. I don't think he's that good at all. I think okay. he kind of like captures that like like uh, area of kids that just think rapping super fast is good. <laughs> he kind of just like says random stuff and he like kind of just says it fast, so people think that's good. Yeah. Uh, kind of going with that. I didn't really think X was that good, but whatever. That's kind of a thing in the past. Yeah. A song that I don't like that everyone loves is uh, Love the Way You Lie with Eminem and Rihanna. <laughs> that I is a classic remember take right there. Seeing that, this, is, this isn't a new thing either. I remember like hearing this song years ago and thinking, wow, this is terrible. And it keeps <laughs> getting played. It's like considered one of like Eminem's best songs. It's one of the most popular songs of all time. And I just hate it for whatever reason. <laughs> So so no hate towards Eminem and Rihanna, just hate towards that song, or, or are you uh, not? I love Rihanna. I used to be a big Eminem fan, but not really anymore. Uh-huh. He kind of falls into the ski mask thing where people yeah. think he's better because he raps fast. He did uh-huh. make really good music, but not anymore. His new music bad. Okay. So I, at that time, yeah, he was pretty good, and Rihanna's still really good. But for whatever reason, that song, just I just don't like it. Yeah. All right, next. COVID restrictions opening up. You can go to any concert you want. Who are you going to? See, I if five years ago this answer would have been like the Saint Pablo tour. Yeah, but that's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a Travis Scott concert. I've been to Drake, and when that Drake concert, the Migos was like kind of the opener. So yeah, uh, I feel like my answer right now would be the weekend. Oh, especially coming off his halftime performance, I feel like his like his stage presence has gotten better and better as his career went on. And coming off After Hours, I think that tour, like, seeing how After Hours was kind of, like, it was a lot more than just an album. Like, he kind of created, like, a universe for that. I really would like to see what he does on the After Hours tour. Yeah, that would be that'd be sweet. Um, weekend makes good music. I'm not a huge fan, but I, I listen You to know it. I'm a huge Weekend I do fan. know you. like my most listened to artist last year by far. <laughs> okay. And last question. Who is the greatest of all time? In music, oh jeez, one person, one band, just greatest, just greatest ever. See, the problem with this question is, is that uh, in terms of classic rock, I don't really listen to like bands that yeah. much. Yeah, no, it's 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 your pick. So, uh, damn, I'm just gonna go with Kanye. I'm most okay. familiar with Kanye. Fair enough. Uh, uh, maybe once I start listening to more classic rock, that answer will change. But as of right now, it's gone. Yeah, I, like especially the past twenty years since I've been alive, I don't think it's close. Yeah, I mean a lot. A lot of people, I'm sure, will will criticize you for picking a rapper instead of like the Beatles or Michael Jackson or something like I that. I love Michael but, Jackson. But this is this is. I mean, this is your greatest of all time. Like if if you don't if you listen to two hours of the Beatles, but you listen to 300 hours of Kanye West. Like, yeah. why? You, we're not we're not trying to sound cool here. So I, I think I like that pick a lot, and you know how I feel about Kanye too. So good stuff. And, yeah, so, Nick, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, it was a pleasure having you, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Oh, yeah, I love being on podcasts. It's really fun. <laughs> 
big podcast guy. So thank you very much, and that's going to do it for us today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and you know.